All right, right quickly before we start, I would like to say the um, my favorite uh, meme group, the uh, UUUWM. Um, we lost one of our members unexpectedly this week, mm. and uh, yeah, he was a Facebook friend, um, but like a huge influence in the meme verse. So Kenny the Cleaner, respect. Hell yeah. Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I am an all-wrestling referee. I'm good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the One Fall Show. The morbidly unpopular podcast. It's morbid time! It's morbid time! That breaks down the week that was in professional wrestling and occasionally goes astray and talks about uh, the Rat Pack. Whatever we fucking please. Yes. Yes. That uh, is the voice of uh, my longest uh, running co-host and uh, the most underrated talent in the space. That's right. Mr. Chuck Bean. How you doing, sir? Um, can you tell I'm I'm surly, mm. I'm ornery? No, ornery. Oh, just, not for no good reason too. Like it's not like I had a bad day or anything. I'm just like, I want. Uh, let's get this over with. All right, coming <laughs> in hot. Do you see this suit I'm wearing? That's right. You see this T-shirt I'm wearing? All right. All it's right. a nice T-shirt, by the way. Thank you very much, Steven Universe T-shirt. Ah. And uh, Chuck. What do you think is the most exciting story in wrestling right now? The most exciting? Uh, I've, it's probably the White Rabbit. Okay. That's the thing that, like, even on nights where we're not going to get a new part of this alternate reality game, like, it's trending on Twitter. People are just trying to piece it together and figure it out. And, and you know what? Good for all y'all. I'm glad. Like, it gives me a little shot of serotonin for about 60 seconds every Monday and Friday. And then I'm just right back to baseline. <laughs> I'm like, ah, until until it turns into something. Right. I'm just too jaded to be like, oh, oh, what? oh, yes. I just, no, it's not where I am right now, mentally. All right. You're not, uh, you're not at the Paul Bearer level. Not at all. Jaded. I'm not at the Paul, Logan Paul Bearer level. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quality one by, incidentally. Yeah, no, that was a good Photoshop. I dig it. All right. And uh, we don't have JV here today. We have not heard from him. Uh, things have been being tweeted, but we're not sure if he may have automated that before he yeah. snatched up. He could be in a ditch somewhere. is a thing. Well, I hope he's not. I'm sorry. I missed that one. He said child trafficking is a thing. It is true. I'm We're sorry. We're talking about JV. I was kind of hearing that because I'm eating these almonds and they're very crunchy. So that's why I'm a, a little away from Mike right now. Yelling. Just so if you don't hear like. Yeah. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the voice of our North Star, our scales of balance, our um, uh, friend Erica. Um Oh, I just said the name. That, that, that <laughs> the name. Oh, no! 
I was waiting for Chuck to chime in, but he's just waving his hands I'm around. Sorry, it's, she's our no, guiding I dropped light. The ball early, our it's, guiding it's, light. Yeah. She's a uh, award-winning white woman. Yeah, it was a keynote speaker. I was trying to get enough padding to get to keynote speaker. Keynote speaker, keynote, keynote listener. listener, which <laughs> is like my favorite. Future, what is it? Pistachio, pistachio bowl, bowl owner, <laughs> which was in my head because of the almonds. My uh, mother has mentioned the I pistachio love, bowl like the other time I, I, or like maybe about a week ago when I saw her, and I and I almost, I almost called, I almost called the group, be like, hey mom. Uh, no reason why this phone is on speaker right now, but please say exactly what you just said because it would it would have been akin to that scene in The Simpsons yeah. during the I didn't do it episode, and they're like, say it, I didn't do it. Yeah, Yay! <laughs> he said the thing. Anyway, that's fun. Anyway, yeah, it's everything. and uh, and feature writer for Wrestling Inc. Inc. dot com. com. Way to go! Yeah. I can't wait for, I hope JV shows up later on because I can't wait to get his website wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've proven I can get that. I can get right. Yep, I'm here. Eric uh, Menace. Yay! I'm glad to be uh, in the room uh, with y'all. I tried to join last week, but my internet just said, nah, fuck you. Yeah, we're very sorry about that. No, I mean, look, it's, these things happen. Eh. It's it's all right. Um, I would like to take a quick minute because I was going to go on this jaunt last week, but uh, please, you know, we love a good jaunt. I appreciate the fact that they're using the isolated vocal track for White Rabbit mm. for the spooky bullshit because one, uh, it's one of the best. It's one of my personal favorite isolated vocal tracks ever. Uh, Grace Slick uh, had a voice that was so unique and so powerful. And it's it's kind of funny because she she tweeted like I think like it was yesterday, yesterday she tweeted this, which I'm like, what? Grace like out of nowhere. She goes, <laughs> yeah, yesterday, September 26th, I w- I wrote White Rabbit on a red up white right. Oh God, wow, I can't, I can't I, R's are eluding me. I wrote White Rabbit on a red upright piano that cost me about fifty dollars. It had eight or ten keys missing, but that was okay because I could hear in my head the notes that weren't there. Mm. Grace Slick is fucking cool. One of my favorite things about... Okay, two of my favorite things about Grace Slick. Uh, one, she, she... Okay, so she famously had like drug and alcohol problems, like most people in rock bands in the 60s. And there's a famous video that was in the Jefferson Airplane behind the music... But I can't find it on the internet anywhere. It's the one thing on the internet that has been scrubbed from the internet. She got hammered before a show in Germany in the late 60s, early 70s. And she started heckling the crowd, saying, Who won the war? (laughs) And, And one, that's hilarious to me. Uh, and two, she, when Jefferson Airplane was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, I think, 96, I feel like it was 96, she she decided not to attend because she said, yeah, people over 50 years old singing rock music and performing rock music is just fucking silly. You're old. Sit down. And she honestly, once she turned 50, like, didn't do, hasn't done a goddamn thing since. She's just like, huh. no, I'm, I'm over 50. Fuck this shit. <laughs> and I appreciate somebody who's that ornery and just like, no, I'm sticking to it. Yeah, you got to respect that. I respect the hell oh, out of look. that. Oh, look. What? Oh, look. Oh, 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 my God. Our baby boy is here. There he is. He's come home. Welcome, sir. You just missed miss my five, my tight five on the wonder that is Grace Slick. Do you know who Grace Slick is? I do not. 
Grace Slick. Um, Been hearing wrote, her voice quite a bit. Yes. Oh. She wrote uh, White Rabbit. Okay. Uh, she's it was a singer in Jefferson Airplane, which I do love the fact that now we have a Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson say. Starship yeah. thing going on. It all happened in the same year. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> you know which side of the fence I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, man, I mean. You go. Yeah, I love that song. It's, it's I listen to the shit out of that. I, I don't know. I bought the CD as a teenager and listened to it a lot. Well, yeah, yeah I, once again, Jefferson Airplane had some good ass tunes, man. Somebody to love. Good stuff. I mean, just I mean it, the uh, the epitome of like psychedelic rock. Like you had yeah. them and the Doors, uh, the Birds. Um, gosh, I'm, I put my face on this. Just the four. Yeah, Donovan. The four with screen. With screen, yeah. yeah, it's the like third one down. Yeah, I got it. Donovan's the shit. I love that. I love that fucking weirdo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, the hurdy gurdy man is. Yeah, hurdy gurdy man's awesome. I heard. Um, By the way, this is no longer a wrestling podcast. No, we we're talking we're about, talking about the season of the wish. That's a good one. Yeah. I heard the okay. Butthole Surfers cover Hurdy Gurdy Man. Yeah. And I'd never heard the original. And I was like, wow, this song's really crazy the way they did this. And then I heard the original. I was like, they just did a straight cover of it. <laughs> they didn't change anything. This has existed for 20 years. They put, they put the goddamn tremolo on his voice and he sang in a low voice in the original too. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Should we give him an introduction? I think we should. Not kidnapped, everybody. Not kidnapped. Not kidnapped. Justin Valentine. Hey! Yes! Not We're all kidnapped. together. Good Not to see you. It's nice. Good to see you, friends. You guys doing okay? Yeah. yeah. Good. 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 We were. We were. Pretty, uh, Shawnee asked me. The only things he asked is we were talking about Jefferson Airplane, and the reason we were talking about that is because Shawnee asked me what what I thought like probably the biggest story in wrestling was, and I was like, it's probably the White Rabbit, because yeah. even when it's not a Monday or a Friday, that's what's trending on Twitter. Yeah. At least in my Twitter. Yeah, that's something. I mean, not even putting any predictions to it of who you think it is, which I feel like it's kind of obvious. It's but gotta be Bray. I it's mean, gotta if be it's Bray. not, it's gonna be so disappointing. And, and so there's. I was, I was just thinking last night that when when Candice LeRae showed up, which we'll talk about later, right. that like, what if it's just the way? <laughs> what if it's just them putting the way back together That's on so Monday Night Raw? People would be so furious. That's so funny. Or Bobby Fish comes back. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, see that's it. Like there's the the build up. And then the payoff, that's two completely separate things. We've seen so many times where the buildup was amazing to something, and then the payoff wasn't. Right. Um, so, again, not putting predictions on it. The This has got to be one of the, early on, best teased, built it's good build. things it's good build. that wrestling in either company, whether you're talking about return, debut, whatever it is, has, like, going right now. Like, yep. the, the creepy mistake. Mysterious, cryptic way of doing it and basically allowing using, the fans to build your fucking story. Using is, social media, using yes. different social media. Last night it was TikTok. And not even mentioning it on the show, mm-hmm. right? You had the QR code just casually flashed during the Seth Ray match and the QR code's casually sitting on the announce table. Nobody's mentioning it. Mentioning it, And it's the funniest thing because Raw's putting on a damn good show because, again, WWE continues to be quality pretty consistent since Triple H has taken over. And they're putting on a damn good show and nobody's talking about what's going on. 
You go on social media, everyone's like, White Rabbit just played during a commercial. Yeah. Did you watch the video? Meanwhile, Seth and Ray are in a match, and they're talking about everything. I mean, it is so beautifully done. They can do so much with this, whether they, they could carry this out to the Royal Rumble. They could pay it off at Survivor Series. They could do so many. There so, is a part of me so that great. doesn't want it to be over too soon, That's but true. then there's another part of me, like I said before, like I get that little like 60-second hit every Monday and Friday, and then I'm just kind of about everything else that's going on. And it's yeah. like, just just give it to me. Just give yeah. me the thing. Just I give think, me my Christmas present now. Come on. So like, it's been just during live shows and commercial breaks for a few weeks. The fact that we're in, you know, just about to be October, holy hell. And it's basically made its way to Must TV. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's basically made its way to TV, you know, granted in the form that it did. I feel like we'll slowly get more and more on TV. Yeah, I'm sure. And that probably, I don't think this will go to the Royal Rumble personally. I, um, I hope it does. Well, because I feel like it'll get old. People will start being like, oh, come on! Well, the fact that I right, already made it to TV, right? Like, if this, if, if, if I this like those was... Mojo Raleigh promos after he smashed Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> the 31st is on a Monday. Ooh. Halloween is on Monday. Mm. Makes Chasing sense. that rabbit all the way to the Not 31st. to mention that they announced on Raw last night that, like, not next Monday, but the Monday after is the season premiere, which they always do at the end of September. Right, just that's it a right. Season premiere, and they always so, try and do something cool for that. However, so. they're doing it. That song is creepy as fuck. Like literally. So I do not. I got. I'm just putting myself out there at this point. So I don't watch wrestling live. You guys know that the weekly yes, shows. Yes, that is yeah. correct. So I'm usually watching Raw about midnight or so because the you know websites is I it, use to watch it. Is it scary? It takes some time. Is it scary? So literally, like two in the morning. So I watch. So I'm in. Listen, I'm full fledged. Just put myself out there. Yesterday, after you know, even though I wasn't watching Raw live, I was keeping up on this right because it wasn't really part of the show anyway. And so I'm watching the, you know, the videos and watch the video and, and then listen to the song and people recording it in the arena. And after my uh, better half me, I got off the, uh, her strain. I'm sitting in the bedroom and we're, I'm showing her everything, right? Just like nerding out to it. Cause I love this shit, right? This is some, and I said this on Facebook yesterday. This is also some 21 pilot bullshit that they're pulling. Cause every time 21 pilots have a new album, new anything, like it's a cryptic way of announcing it. And this, like little hints, huh? this stuff. This offroads us back into the rock, uh, the rock conversation. Yeah, but I really like that bands are embracing that now. The idea that like instead of saying, "Yeah, we've got a new album coming out and it's on this date," I do love when bands are just like, "Yeah, we got a new album come out tomorrow." Yeah. By the way, like, and that's the thing now. No setup at all. Just like, yeah, the new album is streaming now. Great. great. That's fucking great. I love that. So anyway, so I show her all of this and then it's about 1230 when we're done talking. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go watch Raw now, like out in the living room. I do not want to go out in the living room by myself now. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Because I just watched the White Rabbit song. Just, and that song is genuinely fucking creepy. Justin, like, just let him in. I... <laughs> I used to Remember. think. Yes. So like there's other songs, right? Like you go back to the movie Insidious and they use Tiptoe Through the Tulips, right? Yeah. A lot of Weird Al stuff. Yep. Um, you know, there's <laughs> other Not songs. Right. Tiny Tim. It's Tiny Tim. It's Tiny Tim. Fucking me. It's all right. Like, it's I'm okay. Tired. You're the baby. I'm the baby anyway. Thank you for that. Um, anyways, but any Tiny Tim. Uh, there's been other songs. Bray's stuff's been kind of creepy, but not like creepy to the point like I felt it. Why, why, I, I don't get through that video. I get so many chills. Just watching you need, that. You need, you need to. Especially you, echoing in a stadium in the middle of a commercial break. You need to chase it with Jeff and Starship's Jane. <laughs> so then you'll feel uh, better. Yes, because man, like, that oh, song hits right, hard. Cool. God, does that song hit hard. Now, do we think this is going to be. I mean, okay, let's play the role. It's Bray, right? Mm -hmm. Is this a steam? 
or is this just for the return? That would be quite an olive branch if they were if if because you I mean, I mean we're seeing this a lot since Triple H took over all these people that like got let go and we were mm. like this is wild why would you get that guy has so much potential why would you get rid of that guy and it would be a fucking hell of an olive branch to to Bray Wyatt to be like look whatever song you want and yeah. he goes all right uh White Rabbit sold oh okay okay, cool because it's creepy as fuck like all you have to do is basically have the lights out like they do now i really loved the or code orange i think that's the name of the band code orange doing the fiend theme like that was pretty good i the one thing that i was saddest about when he got released was that i never got to be in an arena while that song so i I wonder if they they combine it right and you open up with white rabbit and it just transitions into that yeah if it's i mean clearly it's still the fiend by the way right like i know a lot of people when talking about Bray potentially coming back, wondering A, if he's going to try something new or if he's going to go back to the cult or whatever if other there's, character. If there's, anybody, the if there's anybody that I can imagine trying something new after being success, successful, depending on your you know def- definition of success, but after being successful with so many different reimaginings of his character, it would be... Yeah, I think, oh, I think it'll be an evolution on The Fiend. I think it'll be yeah. called something else. It'll be called something else? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think like it might still twist. be The Fiend, maybe just a new look and new vibe. Yeah, I think it'll be a different mask, but it'll still be a mask character and still the same similar things. Like maybe you'll still have the, the, the gloves with the... Yeah, know, hurt and the heel on them. Heel yeah. yeah. Plot yeah. twist, it's actually he's going back to Husky Harris. Hey! <laughs> he's going to do the muscle man dance. I was yeah. so Only coming back if you let me do the muscle man dance. <laughs> It was so funny to me when it first. And by the way, it's still trending right now. I got Twitter up. Yeah, uh, White Rabbit is so. That's just awesome. Like, that is cool. Um, Lots of pyro in the chat says, "Bring back the fedora." Like, uh, <laughs> I liked. He looked good in it. He did. It's like, he like did. Kate Bush with the uh, running up the running hill. up the hill. Up yeah. The hill. Yeah. Uh, no. So like is like. Hell yeah, well, whoever WrestleMan. Honestly, yeah, because well, when she shared that tweet about you know writing the song, shoot, you weren't here when I read her tweet. So Grace Slick tweets out yesterday. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself on, on the show. You for but sure, are hit that yeah. hit that I 15 know. second yeah, skip it. button if you've already heard this part. Yeah, yeah. well, is this uh, for me? Yeah, this is just for yeah. just. I wrote White Rabbit on a red upright piano that cost me about fifty dollars. It had eight or ten keys missing but that was okay because I could hear in my head the notes that weren't there she tweeted that out yesterday which I find fascinating that she decides I'm gonna talk about White Rabbit on Twitter right she knows really Grace she knows what's happening it's trending it's, yeah she's, yeah I, well, but she doesn't she didn't use the hashtag and I don't oh. know and once again Grace looks okay, like Grace her, Grace Slick's in her 70s. Like she, yeah, well, that's yeah. why she needs the hashtag, because like you said, she's she's like, ah, f- I'm not fucking playing your game. But she's I do look at it, like, White you. Rabbit's not a number. Why would I put hashtag there? I, yeah. I, I just like, once again, I tweeted this out, but I like the idea of the WWE cutting Grace Slick a fat-ass check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like, that's cool. 2022 what, rules. What if Grace Slick performs live at WrestleMania, but she yeah. wears a fiend mask because she's over 50? I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm for it. Maybe they can get her to do. They'll get her to do the uh, the national anthem. Yeah. At the beginning of WrestleMania. What? She can nail it. No, I no to play White Rabbit. I know, but they can get you fool. What you didn't have like the Degeneration X band come out and play the (laughs) national anthem. We can't. That singer's dead. Is that their name? The the Degeneration X band. I don't know. They are the Degeneration X band. I call them not Rage Against the Machine. Right. Yes, they were that, and they were terrible. <laughs> this is Rage Against the Machine at home. <laughs> we have Rage Against the Machine at home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I mean, this is great, though. I love the actual question I had asked Chuck was, "What is the most exciting storyline in wrestling right now?" And I would contend, Sami Zayn. I, you know what, you know what? That when you put it that way, I agree. I'm gonna say yes. Put it that way earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna agree with you, just mainly because this isn't technically hit storyline yet. Right. Right. Again, yeah. WWE is playing dumb to this. It's all teasers. Which it's is, all it's, teasers. Oh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal stuff. My favorite part is stuff. when people are like, "It's probably just Karrion Cross. He's already back." Why are they teasing someone that's already back? Yeah, but he doesn't right. have the gimp mask back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, why? He's in a whole feud with Drew. Like, it's, what? It's secretly the return of L.A. Knight. I know. Which that's coming too because he's already. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. L.A. Knight's coming. The slow burn. Of, Ash took off the mask. Yeah. Yes. Last Kevin night. Owens beat the. Ezekiel out of uh, Elias. <laughs> Elias. That's yeah. just Triple H fixing shit, man. That's what if solid, they do an right? invasion angle of all the old gimmicks? <laughs> all the old gimmicks, exactly. <laughs> that, would se- that would sell. That would be that amazing. That shit would sell. It's yeah. friggin', oh. uh, what was it, uh, the insanity uh, Nikki Cross? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, though. Sami Zayn. The led by e- Bray easily. Wyatt. Yeah. Led, by, led, led by Husky by Harris. Ryback's yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> right back as Skip oh, Sheffield. No, uh, no, no, no. no uh, Put us in the writer's room, you guys. This <laughs> is not about gold. <laughs> Sami Zayn is gold, though, right now. That is, yeah. that is the best storyline in wrestling right they now. They know. Um, they they know how much anxiety it causes, and they're having a lot of fun playing. It is, it. and it, it's so great. Every and it's it, top to bottom, everyone involved in the bloodline, even Solo, is just playing this great. The little comments, the little back and forth, mm-hmm. the segment that opened SmackDown, yeah. of them take his shirt off, and that was art yeah. when it comes to building a that's, fucking promo. That's what I that mean was, by they know they know how much anxiety it causes. Yes, they is like, what if we. What if we but see, I think that's it? the old way of looking at it, where it's like Sammy's going to have this meteoric rise, and then at the end, he's going to have to go mop the bathrooms where Vince McMahon pissed on the floor. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> where that's not going to happen now. Like I know, right. They're going to use, cool. like, Sammy Zayn's on this rocket right now, and it may not use it to overtake Roman as much fun as that would be. I know, I want but, that. But, you know, he might go crazy and beat up Bubby. Yeah. The, the end gonna, game yeah. in my brain for this not saying I'm going to be disappointed if it's not first off I'm going to cry whenever they do oh it's going to be the festival of friendship all over again yes Oh, yeah, yeah. When, the, when the bloodline sure, turns on Sammy, it's yes, going to be just course. heartbreaking. It, it, I, I, be felt, amazing. I felt tears welling up in my eyes last Friday when Jey Uso's ripping his shirt off. I was yeah. like, no. Because <laughs> Sammy makes such good, like, sad face. Like, this what? Is put Sammy on. He's so stupid. <laughs> but, but I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh, I know. So the way I would go for this, because, no, you're right. He's not dethroning Roman. You or have, is he? You have. I'm sorry. Would, it would. What would a absolutely plot twist. Amazing. We talked about who was logically going to be the one to take Roman down. All right. And at first I'm like, it's got to be Cody. It's got to be Cody. It's come on. It's got to be Cody. But like the more I think about it, how brilliant would it be what for Sammy to be the one? Good storytelling. That's would it be? such good shit. <laughs> my end game more, unfortunately, for, I, I'm with you. I would love it. But more realistic, at least in my brain, is you have the beat down. It's emotional as fuck. And here comes Kevin Owens. To save Sami Zayn oh, from for a sure. bloodline beatdown. I think we all expect that's how that's going to work out. And you have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and the Usos for the tag titles. Yeah, and, that could be WrestleMania. And yeah. that's WrestleMania. Oh, right? yeah. 
Yeah, okay, fine. I guess that's that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Fine, but whatever. No, it's not, but it's, the not, it's idea. not okay, it's K-O. Yeah. Ha. Yeah, yeah. Ha. Ha. I see you. Yeah, I see you, oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, <laughs> his own yeah. What? Yeah, Jay. He's helping out. And Jay is playing as perfectly. Solo's yeah. even doing great. Yeah. In his few weeks up, kind of like having Sammy's back. And I, I, I mean, God, this is just top. And a big part of this too. Yes, it's a Sammy rise, right? But the bloodline's been going for a couple years now, right? If we're gonna keep this going, you're not breaking them up. You're not doing anything with them, right? You gotta find a way to keep it relevant. Yeah, oh, sure, yeah. And this does that. It's going to be. I was just telling Amy the other night. It is going to be wild in the next like twelve months when the bloodline turns the corner from we love to hate them to we just cheer because we love when they're in the ring. <laughs> We know we're going to be entertained. I mean, I think some crowds are seeing that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's they've changed nothing about their characters. Roman's still gaslighting all of his family members into doing his bidding. Still being, like, just like big dog dominating piece of garbage. But, like, we're all just like, yes, we acknowledge you. Entertain us. This is so much fun. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then on the other side, AEW, I feel like the MJF thing has peaked a little. Like, I was so excited. I listened to those, um, uh, those interviews before yeah. last week's show. I feel like, actually, I feel like letting um, Wheeler Yuta talk was like, just <laughs> took the energy out of the crowd. Yeah. And I get in a promo, you're supposed to do that, right? Like, right. But that was the wrong time to do it. Uh, like it was, it w- he wasn't bad. He was just so boring yeah. that he sucked the enthusiasm out from MJ, uh, under J- MJF getting just the all the cheers. Mm. I was disappointed in myself when MJF come, came out that I didn't see that's what was about to happen. Like, because at first like, oh, Tony's going to talk to Wheeler Yuta on the stage. Like, why? Wheeler Yuta doesn't do promos? What's going on here? And then MJF's music goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay, pro wrestling, I get it. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> That's right. We need somebody for MJF to interrupt before he goes on his tirade. Oh, plus, he had to p- p- do the ultimate heel thing and knock down handsome Tony, punched yeah. him in the yeah. stomach. Yeah. My was... favorite part about all that is that he got checked on by the doctors. I'm like, bro, you got pushed to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's he, not a competitor. He, he literally came back to the announce table and said, yeah, don't worry. Doc Samson checked on me in the back. I went, you got pushed to the ground. He's not, he's not a you competitor. Hurt? He's not there to take a punch. Doc Samson is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Tony doesn't know how to take bumps. They need to hire, doc, talk, they need, they need to hire Dr. Fives. They do need to hire Dr. Fives. Maybe he can play some uh, some organ for some of those. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear fucking, fucking Dr. Fives play MJF's. Uh, I wonder if he can play the piano. <laughs> Probably. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that uh, MJF's uh, comeback run right now has hit its peak, but I did think that segment was unnecessary for him. Yeah, it was. It, um, was, it was a bad choice, Tony. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a bad choice. Wheeler Yuta obviously doesn't do promos. MJF coming out and he like, needs to just be out there regaling the crowd yes. for five minutes a night. Right, and then him sitting up in the box during he uh, punch somebody the on World the way Tyler out. Match. Yeah. Yeah. Him sitting up in the box during a world title match, like with the chip, like reminding everyone I got this mm-hmm. chip. Like that's what he needs to just be focused on right now. And that just felt, you know, unnecessary. I get what they're doing, but they we've already seen that from MJF, right? He's come back. This is a bigger MJF, and they need to treat him 
as if. I, right? I, 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 I totally agree. agree with what you're saying. However, it, it clearly does reek of, oh, we got to do this on the fly because I think they had other plans before sure. CM Punk did Very true. his CM Punk-ness. And, and, so, so I think they, they're just like, fuck it, we got to figure it out. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, but... But it's just a weird thing, like, Wheeler Yuta is so boring that the crowd will just ignore him, and you can keep... And, and it turned out that he... he, he it, You might as well have put him in there with um, with uh, my man from uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, Daniel Garcia? No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Danny Magic? No, no. Someone without charisma. Jake Hager. Uh, Jake Hager. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's the Jake only clue Hager. we needed. The charisma yeah. man. Well, that was the whole conversation. <laughs> what are you staring at? You have no attention span, sir. No, I don't. You don't have. <laughs> how do you comment on anything? How do you comment on anything? You take absolutely nothing in. It's, it's, it takes a lot to penetrate through this uh, lack uh, of attention hey, span. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I'm so sorry, Nailed Amy. It. You got to, you know, a little harder. Nailed anyway, it. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Oh, right. Actually, wait. Uh, <laughs> no, Siri, I, I've been eating nuts and I just touched your hand. Oh. oh okay. Well, no, I just. Yikes. I just okay. want to make sure you don't die. I know. I'm yeah. just like. No kissing before we as, leave today. As soon as our hands touched, I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> you try to stop yourself. I'm like, ah. It's the too sweet of death. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd be just, look, I'd be heartbroken if, yeah, if a, high, a high five killed one of my friends. <laughs> a high five killed my son. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> you, oh, yeah. What a downer, right? So, <laughs> well, you, and you brought up, like, obviously, this is not what they had planned, you know, with the CM Punk situation. That's kind of where I'm at with Mox uh, getting a title back over. Um, Poor guy, just let him go on vacation. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because a lot of people, you know, was rooting for Danielson or felt that was the right time. I tend to wonder if, if even Tony Khan is of the opinion now of Brian Danielson of like, I love watching him in the ring. I cannot depend on him to stay healthy long enough. I don't even think to that's use it. him in a in a long term capacity. I don't I'm even going to enjoy it. every. It's just like signing Jeff Hardy. I'm going to enjoy every time yeah. I get to see him wrestle, but I cannot depend on him. Week to I think week. he's just enjoying like if when he first like he he really started talking about the dream matches when Brian Danielson and CM Punk were the two that sort of showed up yep. yeah. back to back. I think that Danielson is his dream match guy. He's just like he and Daniel. He's That's like, true. well, what would you want to do for my company? He's like, there are so many dream matches. He's like, dream matches. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's sort of what he's there for. And I think at some point he'll be the champion. Yeah, um, I do too. He, I would he hope always so. talks about how much he, he's always striving to be the champion. So I, I, I believe that he will warrant that because when he starts to get a push, the people will get behind him, right? Like oh, for sure. he'll, he'll figure out whatever. It, it won't be as big as the yes movement, but you know, his yes movement for this sure. phase of his career. I think too, if you're an outsider, for some reason you have no idea what happened with CM Punk and everything, <laughs> and you're just basing it off what's happened on TV. And okay, Mox just lost the title. Why put it right back on him? Sure, yeah, Danielson would have made sense. Again, like Erica just said, they didn't plan for this, and I think AEW is has done such a great job of moving on from that situation. Yeah, yeah. that we forget that. Mm -hmm. Like this was not the plan, mm -mm. right? You had Moxley and, and Danielson and Arthur Ashe for the world title. That's Fucking gold. Yeah. Well, like that I, was not the plan. Like I've been saying for two weeks, uh, I, I like this plan better than whatever you had. Sure. <laughs> right? This and plan is way true. more fun. And, and it's true. And, and and when you, but if you remember the situation, this was the right booking decision. Like, let's put the title right back on Mox 
MJF and Mox can take us to full gear. Mm-hmm. Boom. Go. Because Danielson was nowhere near the world title picture bef- like three, four weeks ago. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So booking decision-wise, this makes all the sense in the world. It's interesting because the, I think that what he's done and um, the return of Max was Maxwell Jacob Friedman was sort of in the vein of sports entertainment and this whole reshuffling has uh, all been done with complete ignorance of the records. So like the old like we're gonna go old like that's off the like are they other than Jade Cargill are they even bothering with still telling us what records are because who the fuck cares I feel yeah. like the tag team divisions are the only one that actually gets like mentioned with the rankings and the yeah. records well yeah but now that's it's it. because the fucking FTR is like what the hell we've been number two <laughs> three regimes how to, can we never get the <laughs> we have to ha- we have to rent a pack mule to carry all of our belts right <laughs> ah. we've watched four different tag team changes and yeah. we've been number two all along yeah like, what the fuck yeah. And that, and that's kind of again, you know, bringing back Shawnee hates when we do this. An old argument. That's kind of the issue that you know when you try to bring standings and rankings in to this industry is then you just get engulfed in whatever story, right? Mm. And you get engulfed with oh the fans the this team is over out of nowhere, right? Like the acclaimed was not over a year ago, right? And all of yeah, a sudden right. the acclaimed's over. So now it's like, okay, we need to give these guys a push. But then we look at the standings and mm. they're ranked number six and FTR's been at number two forever. And how are we going to make that make sense? Well, we're just going to do it because this is what the fans want. But what about the standings, right? Yeah. That's kind of wh- where it goes back to. That's why standings and rankings really don't have, shouldn't have a role in long-term wise in this industry. Because at some point, it's about the story, and it's about who makes sense to get pushed, and you know what 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 angles you got on the on the show and whatever. And mm-hmm. unless you are a master storyteller when it comes to a writer, and you can play the standings out perfectly for when you want to put someone over, right? But that's just extra work when it comes to yeah. You're adding an extra layer to figuring out how to make the stories work. Yeah, the right yeah. Way. And so, you you don't want to justify the rankings by burying FTR, right? Because that just pisses them off at the you know the time where yes. you can't be pissing off anybody. <laughs> like, like how the oh how the worm is turned, right? Like yeah, the, uh, pendulum swings, baby. Six months ago or a year ago, it was like every every person could jump off the ship. Did. Uh, from WWE and now it's like mm, we don't know what any of the truth is I sure. like two days ago I see people are tweeting well I guess the uh, House of Black's over and then today I'm seeing um, Malachi, uh, Aleister Black's like yeah I'm going to be back to AEW yeah. <laughs> like, good this, is the, this is, is the still- second time I think once was on Twitch and then the second time was on Instagram where it's like anybody who tells you what they know what's going on has no idea what's going on I know what's going on because uh, I know what's yeah, yeah. I know what's going on. I will be back and it will be an AEW. Yeah, personally, I, I love like obviously I totally understand him doing that and I get it. But I guess me, just the type of character he is, bro, you should just let people talk, right? Because wherever he sh- whether he was going to WWE, some people thought he was behind White Rabbit, um, or you know when you end up back in AEW, like that will just make your arrival, especially the type of character he is, that much more yeah. intense. Right, if you stay silent. But as a per, he's a human being. Right. So you see all these people. You know, it's like he said in his video, it's his livelihood and so on. So yeah, I think I think that proves that it does matter to him. That, oh, for sure. That you know, people don't say stuff about him that he knows is blatantly untrue. So yeah. like, even when it's something as yeah. small as people saying 
you know where he's going when he comes back is just like no i don't like that i'm gonna i'm gonna set the record straight right now well Mm -hmm. and i think just the fact that it feels like this uh this absence this this leave it has a lot to do with kind of like some mental health things and Mm -hmm. like people kind of delve into that and it's just like at, at one point it's like hey asshole it's not your fucking business mm-hmm. i'm trying to take care of myself fuck off yeah please and thank you as, yeah. as a big fan of the house of black and everybody that's a part of it i am very interested in if julia hart and uh and brody king can like can remold themselves when yeah. now that it's down to the two of them because i can i can personally as a fan i can clearly see how this works out in their benefit because now you've got the giant monster and, and the tiny little girl that like controls the giant monster yeah that I, you could you could very easily do but it's it's a matter of is that what they want to do and is that something that they are capable of doing you have to remember julia hart is not has not been in the wrestling yeah. industry that long she's like 19 20 years old right. she's a child she's not much younger than our own baby boy it's true uh which by the way did you see that bump she t- it was rough. Holy was rough. She, shit. She missed that table by about, uh, what, like six inches? Yeah. yeah. And she just, like, her tailbone cracked the table. That, and, and her then, head nearly yeah. hit the floor. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she's she's okay uh, because Brody King said, uh, just so the fans know, Julia's hat is fine. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like, okay, if he's yeah. making jokes about that dope-ass then hat, must, then it's like, okay, she's okay. fine. Yeah. She's fine, which and is What good. about uh, Britt's face getting fucking smashed? Is her face made of glass? I think so. What the fuck? And I, I thought that, too. I'm like, God, this girl, but then, like, if you watched a bump, nah, anyone's face would have reacted the same way. Yeah. Like, she genuinely, that was a dangerous spot, and her face was just right underneath Athena. Like, there's nothing yeah. that you could have done differently in that situation to prevent. I don't, I haven't heard how severe, did she break her nose again or what? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so there's no way, like, that was going to happen. You, you watch it over, like, her face is right there, right where Athena, the impact of, like, the initial impact is the problem. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's not like Athena rolled onto her. Like, her face was right where Athena landed. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing she could do about. It. I'm surprised that's all she got. Honestly, I'm starting ugly. to think that the only time Britt Baker is relevant is when her nose is broken. That's fair. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Guys, we need a, we need a jolt to the women's division. Someone's got to punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just right in my face. <laughs> well, and then what you the have, hell? And you have Soraya show up. Soraya. Soraya. They said Soraya, and I that's know. What, that's why that's, I was going back and forth. I I'm know. Like, well, she has come out and said it's Soraya. Uh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust Soraya herself. Right. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I hope she knows how to pronounce. God, her name. I love her. What a pop! What that, a reaction! I, I was, that was cool. not expecting it. That was a yeah. genuine surprise Great. for the me. The only thing that would have been more surprising if there is if there would have been physicality. Yeah. Do we? What do we think? There's uh, I, I to me, it doesn't make sense to sign a wrestler that isn't cleared. That's. Sure. Fucking stupid! <laughs> yeah, like why would you do a wrestler that? That cannot wrestle. So I think you know it was it was a nice moment of well, and plus we don't know how she's going to align. Yep. We don't know if she's going to be a healer face. We don't or a tweener. We don't know what the fuck she is. Uh, so having her just go and kind of just you know take in all the applause, the applause, the applause. I she's mean, let, gonna, let her have her moment. Yeah. She's Good just going to cut promos on Rampage against Swerve yelling <laughs> whose house it is. Ooh, okay. Ooh, whose so. house? This is my house. <laughs> whose house? This is my house. That's awesome. Well, it looks like the time for talk is over. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the main <laughs> events. Uh, I love it. I, I, I'm, I, so I've seen two opinions on opposite sides and I understand them both. 
I love it because that women's division needs someone mm-hmm. like her who has yep. been there, done that, can teach these girls how to properly put on that show, right? At the same time, and I guess this the second opinion that I understand is more dependent on how much physicality they actually expect from her. You're going to put her in the ring with a lot of green people. Yeah. That's a good point. And she's it probably feels, fragile. It feels like when Daniel Bryan got cleared and came back for that WrestleMania. And yeah. like for probably a good, what, like six months, every time he got in the ring, we were like, <gasps> make sure you put him in the ring with someone that's really safe. Yeah, right. And that's the problem because then you bring up Julia Hart's bump. Like if if Soraya takes that bump, oof. Yeah. Right? You know what yeah. I mean? If Soraya takes... <laughs> Baker, they, all that like you, you have her take the bump that Britt took, right? Like, God, don't put her in the ring with Jade. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't oh, do it. Boy. You know, like who do you put her in the ring with? Like, I think her best bet, I mean, it's for, for the match, but also safe wise, is probably Athena. Because Athena, which is scary, because I don't Ruby. think I don't Ruby's think on the shelf Ruby's right on now. the shelf. Yeah, Ruby. exactly. Right, what happened to her? Ty kicked her fucking head in. I had the, I and had Sammy a similar I had a yeah. similar uh, thought train of thought going on, trying to pull out like who in the women's division do I trust to wrestle wrestle Soraya and and um, I think Britt probably. Yep. Uh, Serena Deeb. Yes. Uh, yes. She is probably Ooh, extremely call. safe. Great call. Um, I think Chris Statlander, and maybe that's just because I'm a, a big fan, but I on think Chris shelf. Statlander is probably pretty safe. But once again, on the shelf, and Ruby was another one that it's like, yeah, you can, I think you can probably put Athena. it with Ruby. Like Athena, I know she just hurt Britt. Yeah, I don't think I'll put that on her. Yeah, Abaddon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but again, I think that... that the off? <laughs> the injury to Britt was more on the spot than the person. Uh, because you're talking, she had two people on her, and mm, she had to fall backwards. And yeah. like, if I remember right, she had Britt... The I thing can't is, remember who was where, but she had one in front and one, and on, one her on her shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, and she wanted to bring the one in front over, along with the one on her shoulder. So that's on the spot. Like, I am a that's fan. A lot. I am a fan of Athena, but I remember even watching her in NXT, thinking like, "Ooh, that's a little dangerous." Yeah, some of the stuff she does, like, "Ooh, that's if that goes wrong, it's gonna go real wrong." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can get that, but I love her stuff. She, I think, I, I, I love her too. It's on Sunday morning, I randomly put on um, NWA Power. Yeah, <laughs> which I haven't watched since basically was destroyed by the pandemic, the first wave, and right. we lost like you know the first season. I watched Ricky Starks in a full arc, and uh, let's see who was there: Ricky Starks, um, Eddie was on, Eddie there. Kingston, um, Thunder Rosa when we Thunder Rosa, you man, uh, the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, the Rock and Roll Express was rough, man. I, 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 I'm not, not a fan. But Ziggy what, Dice. It's, oh yeah, Zicky Dice isn't there anymore. I don't know. What, I don't know what Zicky Dice is doing. Doesn't He's seem, on Twitch. Doesn't seem to be wrestling. But uh, <laughs> I was not. I was not a fan of his. But a lot of people were. I was. I was. I was fitting to be on the wrong no. side of history that one. But uh, they, they brought the question mark gimmick back. Uh, two different people were operating it. Although one had very distinct tattoos, and so they knew who he was. Um, the uh, the champion is now doing like this hybrid. Like he talks a little bit like Mark Calloway. Doing a Stone Cold impression, <laughs> he's their champion, and okay. it feels very, very NWA now in Nashville after pandemic with a third <laughs> of the crowd. Like it's a very strange show to watch. Very, show. but Max the Impaler was a, in this match. Hey, Has anyone seen Max the Impaler? I've seen her on Twitter or them on Twitter. She, I should say they are incredible. Yeah, a monster and like 
like like performs like a like a troll. Like the yeah. whole like got these incredible braids or um uh uh dreads. Incredible dreads. Just giant giant person with uh, makeup and ah oh, Fucking phenomenal. Worth watching. I'm getting goosebumps talking about that. That show <laughs> was cool. so fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, and the power was so bad. Uh, the reason I turned it on was because uh, Bubba Ray was showing up for the ah. first time. And he came out and he challenged uh, Cardona, who is apparently their champion. And they had a whole thing. And it was like, fine. It was very traditional classic wrestling, you know. But you're trying to pop, like, this 45-person crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's just preposterous. But Max the Impaler is Bad ass. I love Max the Impaler. Is Trevor Murdoch the current champ? It is Trevor Murdoch. And he he looks like just a big doof. Yeah. Uh, before now, he's he got, he looks like a big doof, dressed uh, in, in more clothes and and acting like a cross between Mark Calloway and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. Yeah. Transparently, like <laughs> I hello, I'm the champion of NWA. I used to be a doof, but now. <laughs> I have spent a lot of time watching videos of Mark Calloway <laughs> and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Can I get a hell yeah? Yeah, it's uh, it's a little rough. It's a little rough, but you know, whatever. He's doing his thing in Nashville for the NWA fans. Good for them. Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Joe. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like <laughs> to see Max the Impaler. Uh, 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 be, I beat him in a match and win. I think Max the Impaler has wrestled briefly on uh, Impact as well. Yeah, I think so. Because I have heard the name before, and mm-hmm. I don't know where. Um, it may just be from just looking at indie cards. Like, you know, I, 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 when it gets on my algorithm on the Facebook, I just yep. see cards from all over the country as they try to sell me $15 tickets from <laughs> $500 trips and uh, <laughs> destinations. And uh, But, yeah, uh, yeah. They are fun. Did they I mention to you last week that I, because every now and again, I'll check in on Impact just to see what's going on mm-hmm. and then like scroll through like three months of Rosemary clips. Um, they got her to do a promotion for the horror movie that's coming out called The Retaliators that's got all the rock people oh, in yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and it oh, was, the rock people? Yeah, like, the, what is it? Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch, yeah. Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach. There's like six or seven rock and rollers in this like oh. weird ass, you know, horror action yeah. movie or whatever. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but like, oh, no, thank you. Uh, she, no. her, her her YouTube uh, her YouTube promotion with a special clip of the it was just delightful. Yeah, that's fun. And I mean, it's I mean, you know, if they throw it on Netflix and people say it's worth watching, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, for sure. I mean, like if I was going to go out of my way to watch a rock and roll inspired horror movie, it would definitely just be watch Green Room. The uh, oh, good lord, <laughs> that's, that's dark. That was some white supremacy, folks. Great movie. Yeah, Patrick uh, Stewart. Patrick Stewart plays leading. the scariest fucking Nazi. Yeah. In uh, Green Room. Great, great fucking movie with a fantastic last line. Like, oh, yeah. they, they tie together the, the first act. It's like, fucking movie. So it's like, 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 like uh, Chekhov's punchline. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, where can people find you, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else we needed? Candlestick Ray is back. Yay. I don't think That's, anybody's How mad dare about you, that. sir? That's, you know, no, no. That, Bobby Fish you, is on impact. We Bobby Fish is on oh, impact. <laughs> here we go. By the way, like, that clip came on. Well, okay. I'm I'm in the living Eric and I are in the living room. Eric's watching it on his phone with the volume turned up. I'm at across the living room just looking at him. I'm high. And I'm hearing, and I'm hearing this promo. And I'm like, 
I think I said something along the lines of, am I high or is this shit? <laughs> and he's like, Aww. he's like, it's shit, baby. Aww. It's shit. Poor Bobby Fish. I it's not, I, it wasn't a good promo. I, I didn't hear, dude, what was the... It was just bad. The angle of it. Like, I, what was his... It was... I mean, it was, it was, there were some allusions to like the, you know, AEW and WWE and I used to be teamed with, I am legendarily teamed with two much, much more talented professional wrestlers, but here I am alone. Yeah. It was just, (laughs) it was just a bucket of awkward and I'm like, "Mm, nah, pass. Yeah. When you guys, when you guys got the Iconics, great get. You got Bobby Fish. That's so good. Yeah, they uh, that whole situation is just weird. He, I think Bobby Fish might be crazy. A little like, bit, like yeah. off his rocker. It's concerning. Like, uh, what it's if funny. he and Phil show up at Control Your Narrative? <laughs> Woo! Well, I hope they have some openings. Yeah, I I want to see Bobby Fish versus Phil Brooks because he's talked before about yes. like shoot fighting yeah. Phil yes. Brooks. I'm like, I'm in for that. I want to see that Jesus. shit. It's funny, someone tweeted out today, I can't be the only one that misses CM Punk on TV. I retweeted it and said, you might be. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, we, it, we had our, funny, we had you our guys year. know me of all people, yeah, right? That's like, true. And, and that shows how much he, in my brain, fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm good, man. Go home. It's like when Cronkite uh, finally came out and said, like, you know, negative things about the Vietnam War. Once you lost Cronkite, you lost Middle America. Once you lose Justin Valentine about CM Punk, it's over. It's, it's funny because that's the first argument anyone is it, that's known me for a couple of years is has. It, you the one that wanted in the back. I'm like, I didn't want this. Is it the, the bad taste he left in your mouth from the scrum or is it that like you do, you don't want him to be someplace he's not happy? <laughs> I just love that story. I, one day Walter Cronkite's like, you know, I'm thinking you've that never all heard the things... This? that these CIA goons that have been feeding me information have been telling me for the last 10 years may not be entirely accurate. Well, no, well, <laughs> well, no famously, Cronkite went to Vietnam. No, I think and, it's a great, and, it's and, a great and, touch and did, point. Yeah, and, and, and did, you know, reporting from there. Like he was, like, like he wasn't, you know, the lead anchor on the evening news. Um, why am I talking about journalism in Vietnam? Oh my God. <laughs> this is, you're, you're the one that's, Apparently, I'm just taking it all back to the 60s. I did a rant on Grace Slick. I'm just trying We're to talking figure. about Walter Cronkite and Nom. I'm trying to figure out how Chuck asking me why I don't like CM Punk led to all this. Because, because, because. <laughs> no, I no. was trying to divert and you it didn't work. It didn't. I'm looking forward to this podcast becoming morbidly popular. And what I mean is people who want to hear about Grace Slick in Vietnam yeah. becoming our fans. Yes. And they're immediately on death watch the moment that we meet them. <laughs> Any, well, no, because because y- y- they lost you. Like yeah. you were yeah. a massive CM Punk like slappy mark. I wasn't a huge fan. I just wanted them back. I thought him coming back would be huge. I thought when CM Punk showed up in and AEW, it was. and it, it was huge. And then it, it, it soured. It would be huge for AEW, and it's you just like the moment. Yeah, no, no, it's not even just the moment. It what it should have been huge for AEW, and then it took a horrible left turn. Right, not even just the scrum, but everything that kind of led up to it. Him, you know, can't keep his mouth. I know you guys didn't care too much for this, but can't keep his mouth shut about you know just ripping on WWE in real life and saying I was like, just shut up and you know you're back. Great, like, all of that leading up to what obviously happened, it just slowly went left really bad. If it never did, it was great because again we said it before, CM Punk's great. The character is great. He's, 
you know, knows how to tell a story, knows how to cut a promo, can go in the ring. But he's gone now. And Where I'm can gone. people find you? <laughs> I'm so tired of talking about that. I'm sorry, do you want me to talk about Walter Cronkite again? Would that make you feel better? We can start a whole <laughs> second podcast. You're like, need to wrap up this one. Talking here. about Walter Cronkite. <laughs> You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. That's where you can watch us do this live on Tuesday nights as well as uh, tune in on Wednesday mornings for some uh, nerd radio. And sometimes I play video games. I got the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection. I've been working my way through old Ninja Turtles games every uh, Monday the last couple weeks. So there you go. Justin, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me uh, at PPV underscore pod for the JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod on social media. Uh, doing some stuff next week for Extreme Rules, which by the way, that card is Fucking, it really is stacked. Mm -hmm. They're going all in on the stipulations. Good. We got a high quit match. We got a ladder match. What I say, man, I'm going to Philly with Triple H. It was Yo. going to be a and oh, I love the fight pit. The, the fight, fight pit. Like, it was and fun. I like that. God, um, going I like that in. they let Rollins come out and give his long ass promo about why he's Mister Fight Pit. That's yeah. fucking <laughs> fun. Yeah, great shit. So that'll be good. That's next. The show is next Saturday. So uh, some stuff next week coming for that. Nice, Woo. nice, nice. And Erica, where can people find you? Uh, folks can Google me, sir. E R I C A B A N A S. Like A N A N A. Yeah, I'm like, before, it's like bananas, but it isn't. Before you uh, wrap us up, Shawnee, we do have a uh, first time chatter in our Twitch chat oh. right now. Big Smoke underscore 450 said, Quick question. Thoughts on this week's Raw, Raw if you watched it? So quickly, um, at yay or nay on this week's Raw? Well, I watched about the first half. And yeah. I enjoyed what I saw. Like I said, I love that Rollins promo. Um, generally speaking, I like the approach that uh, Triple H is taking. But I'm still like, I'm like you know, I'm dipping more than a toe in because I am like now like I'm looking forward at eight o'clock to turn on Raw. But also by nine or nine thirty, I'm like I don't think I'm fully clear on what the main event is, and I'm not <laughs> sure that it matters. And sort of check out at that point. All right. Anybody else? Want to I, I give think the two great. cents. I think Raw obviously is still too long, but overall, they're you know, the quality of content has gone way up. I care a lot more about each match, so I'm okay with sticking around for three hours. Everything's not perfect. Omos needs to get off my TV, you know. <laughs> but you know, from Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano and Austin, whether it's a cool moment like Candice LeRae or a great match from KO or a great promo, like there's something quality in every hour at this point. And uh, so Raw continues, including this week. Uh, nothing uh, like groundbreaking per se outside of White Rabbit, but fantastic. Yeah, like literally, I think every episode since Triple H has taken over has felt better yes. than almost every episode I've watched in the last six years. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. Festival of Friendship would be an exception, that little run. Maybe 16 and 17, I still was into everything I was seeing, but I was like fairly new at that point. But the last three or four years has just been like, you know, Wrestle Christmas. Ever since the good Wrestle Christmas, that yeah. was the last good one. Yeah. Right. And then the next year it was like, it's Wrestle Christmas. This is going to be great. And then this Womp. man was Nothing. like, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely. It looks like Braun's going to end up taking on uh, Omos. So that'll be a fun non necessary. If they're match. building Omos to make Braun look strong because Braun's going to slam him, do it. Okay. 
Fine. <laughs> just get it over with. Fine. Do it. Just fucking do it. What if Great. they completely redo the um, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, the whole thing with the ambulance, like the long, you know, there was some no. dark. Do one that match. whole thing over again, but with Almas instead. Give me one <laughs> match. Like, he's trying to wheel him into the ambulance, but he's too tall, so he's just banking his head off. Yeah. The bink, bink. Yeah. Can't do anything about it. It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. He pushes him in the ambulance, and his head comes out the other side, so he pushes it, moves around, <laughs> yes. and pushes the head down, and the feet come out the other side. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, give That's me one about. match. That it doesn't even have to be on a pay-per-view. It can <laughs> just, be. Just, just put it. Out. Just throw it on goddamn YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> just like WWE Dark. Great. Just, yeah, just one slam. That's all I need. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, Erica. Uh, while I was driving here, I was listening to. I don't remember what I was listening to, but for some reason, I started thinking about. Uh, uh, Werner von Braun, who was a uh, rocket scientist who started off as a Nazi, mm. but helped us uh, to build uh, our moon program, mm -hmm. which uh, in 1969, yes. America landed on the moon partially because of uh, uh, Operation Paperclip and the Nazis that came over. But Werner von Braun, we were talking about von Braun, it was like Werner von Braun would be a good gimmick you know he's he like, could join Imperium. he does like the nuclear the, the atom bomb is his finisher don't don't try and crunkite me and and, and cop my gimmick what the hell <laughs> have fun everybody <laughs> be safe don't fall in the hole hello it is i russo who is this when file show who is this housing we're starting over <laughs> from sean housing thank you it's mccomb county produced a podcast of some sort Miss Dan Housen must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is this? No, I want to see. Knocked on Dan Housen's internet phone door Kevin. to ask him to come on a podcast. Dan Housen does not know this. Kevin and Sammy and Johnny Russell. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Who knows? All get into like some kind of mini fashion. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. I want the reverse. Let's Dan Housen to promote yeah. your show. I want all the old. How dare you? NXT superstars to NXT and make it unmissable. Like Tuesday nights would be like, fuck, I got to turn this on. Yeah. Anyways, love that Dan Anyways, love that Dan Yes. You brought up Karen Cross in that BDSM match. She's in a strap on match with Drew, Drew McIntyre. No, it's a strap match, not a strap on match. I'm sorry. I'm like, man, I'm going to start watching WWE again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. They're both going to wear. <laughs>